hello everyone welcome to today's truth by bella's episode so the previous episode that i did was the waiting time and i kind of spoke about the importance of waiting so i have the pleasure today on doing an episode with one of my good buddies trish so we're just we're definitely going to be talking about the importance of taking a dating break which is one thing that i kind of even um spoke about in a recent interview so trish you can just introduce yourself and let my audience know who you are go ahead hey to everybody that's listening i'm trish all the way from south africa and I'm super excited to be here, excited to speak to you about some of uh, my experiences and uh, maybe give you a little bit of advice. Yes, <laughs> we'll yes. just have to see how that goes. Yes. So one thing I would say that me and Trish had the opportunity to meet, we were both on a panel um, discussion with One Faith Podcast. So we we're definitely speaking about dating during the pandemic and Trish was just speaking about her journey and where she's at right now. And I was like, listen, sis, you are telling my story as well. So that definitely helped our connection from there. So I kind of wanted to speak um, with Trish and we're going to kind of go take a rewind back. You were mentioned to me when we were having our conversation that you were based in China. So can you let me know what was your experience like when you were in China and just even speaking more about how God had helped you in that time? All right. So I was in China for two years. And when I was deciding to go there and getting ready to leave, I was supercharged and I knew I was in control of my uh, actions, my thoughts, whatever was going to happen. Because I, you know, as much as you can do research on a place, being there is a totally different thing. Yeah. So when I got there, I, first of all, I have to say, I went there and I said, this is the two years I'm going to take to focus on what I need to do. I'm going to save enough money as possible so that I could yeah. do, you know, the plan was I wanted seven streams of income by the end of the two years. Yeah. But it didn't work out that way because things, because I had all of those plans and I prayed about it as soon as I went to China, things changed completely and it went in a, def a different direction. However, although I just went with that flow of whatever was happening in China, the one thing that I, I tried my very best not to lose was God in that situation. God in my everyday. So maybe I was not doing what I was supposed to do, trying to unlock the plan and the purpose of God for my life in that time because I was alone, I was isolated. So I had that opportunity of working on myself and things like that. I didn't. But the one thing that I did do is I continued to pray. I continued to make sure that the word of God was, was there and present and I was listening to it at least a sermon every day, for example or at least five times a week. Like I had it going, you know, but then yeah. I realized it just became like, okay, a motivational thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's what, and I didn't know it then, but if I go back and look at it now, it was just there to motivate me. Like I didn't allow it to spiritually help me. It was just listening and, oh, getting all hyped. And then I still go back and do the same thing. But yeah. what I'm grateful for is I did it. Because whatever we listen to is there somewhere and it comes up when you most when you need it the most. So that's that's that was that with regards to how God was still part of my life. Even though I was isolated, 
I think I can count the number of times I went to church because yeah. churches were like, they call it like underground or whatever there. Like, you know, there weren't many churches. And I did like on a New Year's Eve or Christmas Day, I used to go to church. But most of the time I worked on a Sunday. So for me, not going to church, oh, well, okay, that's fine. Cool, Yeah, whatever. it didn't seem like a big thing then. Exactly. So, but I kept it in because I grew up going to church at least two to three times a week. So that was one thing I know I couldn't lose and I didn't want to lose. So I kept it going with just listening to sermons and different preachers online. And that kept me going. I think if I didn't have that factor, maybe things would have gotten worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is, That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just glad I had that part there intact. So one thing I definitely want to kind of touch on is that I think when we were even speaking about your experience, the one sermon, the one preacher that we both had in common that we listened to was Michael Todd Relationship Goals. And... When I say that one, that 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 whole series literally blessed me because it made me look at relationships in a different light and even answer questions that I probably like I had questions on, but nobody was really giving me the answers. So with that, what would you say some key things you learned from watching relationship goals and how did you even come across that? You want to even share? Well, I used to listen to Pastor Mike Todd for a while. No, actually, no. I was listening to Pastor Stephen Furtick. Right okay. from Elevation and Church, and I didn't. Yes, Elevation Church, and I yeah. loved him. Like I, could, I could listen to him every single day, and I was in a relationship at the time, and then I went through a breakup that was really bad. That was the first time I think ever I went through a breakup that was so bad. Mm-hmm. So in instead of turning to as much as yes, I would listen to my worship and I would you know listen to the sermon, but then my actions were totally different. Like I got into yeah. like just going out and hanging out with friends just so that I could you know be around people. In fact, when I wanted to be alone, my friends were like, no, 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 you you know you can't be alone right now and whatever. Then I came across because I was like, Lord, you need to help me through this because this was like where I thought this was the guy, you know, the guy. And he made me believe that he was the guy. And I went all in. Like, I went all in. I accepted. I worked through things. I compromised and everything. I did something that I never did before. Like, I kind of sort of started living with him. Although we were were working in separate cities. But, like, I worked in the city. Like, where I worked was only, like, two or three times a week. So, the rest of the week, there was nothing for me to do in the city. And this was a new relationship. So, I used to travel back to him. And I, I would spend time with him because obviously it's, 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 a, it's a new relationship you want to. So that was something I never did when I was at home because like, yeah. we don't do that here. Like with my family, you only live with someone if you're married to them, you know. Yeah. And I just went the opposite direction. So I came across relationship goals specifically aside from the other amazing sermons by Michael Todd. Relationship goals was what I came across after me saying to the Lord, you know what? I need your help. I don't know how to deal with this. Like, I know there are things that I I realized that there were certain things that he said that he couldn't handle with regards to me. And I was like, but I thought I was doing everything right. What was I not doing right? So I was like, I need help. Maybe I need to work on things. Maybe I need, and then I come across this and oh my goodness. And as my friends and other people that know me for a very long time, I would say, oh, sweet mama, you know, (laughs) like, what is this? I 
the way he explained it and the flow from episode one to episode eight. Firstly, I watched five episodes. When the day I came across it, I watched five episodes, one after the other. My gosh, you binge watched. <laughs> Who does you binge that? Watch. <laughs> so, because because it was like I was hungry for that. I needed mm-hmm. it, and I I I'm glad that I related to the fact that I needed it, and I identified with the fact that I needed it, and I just went with it. I finished the eight episodes, and I was like, okay. We got to do this again. I think I watched that eight episodes over five times. And I still go back now and again to certain episodes. And the yeah. thing for me that I learned there is how he spoke about singleness. Yes. I never yes. saw. And I think I never saw singleness like that is because from the time I was 18, because 18, when I was 18, I went into my first serious relationship. Like yeah. that was like a five-year relationship. And after that, it was just relationship after relationship after relationship. I never had this time where I could say, okay, this is for me. This year or two years, those are for me. So he made me see singleness totally differently. And by the way, for those of you that are listening, although I watched it like five times, it doesn't mean that I listened to everything that I watched or yeah. heard. I still mm. got in, into, I still, I still got into a little bit. A really not long relationships but I got into little yeah. things after yeah. watching that but I, I love that you just even said that is that sometimes we can attain so much knowledge but applying it is the part that really matters like I can hear a whole preaching on like let's say let me say for example if it, they're talking about building up a business you know you can hear all these good gems but if you don't apply it it's just like what are you doing? You're just wasting that exactly. knowledge. But one thing I even want to speak about, like relationship goals, like I, I even spoke about that relationship goals, watching that was one of the things that helped me redirect my relationship with God. Cause I'm like, listen, God, I don't know how to do this. Like I don't know how to do relationships and stuff. I thought like the vision that I used to see of relationships, you'll watch Hollywood, yes. you'll see these different movies and stuff, but they're not talking about the spiritual side of it. They're not talking about the practical side of it that you need to pay attention to. So I think it was like in one of his um, episodes and I have my little notes here that he spoke about. I remember the first thing I saw was like on Facebook was before the person where he started using the water analogy and the balls and stuff that one oh my god I was over here like man so I seen that and then he spoke in single not alone which was the second um episode that he said that it's important these are the four keys I take away he says important to be single than it is to be married Uh, marriage is only as good as your singleness yes and he said it's okay to be single but it's not good to be alone and then he said maximize your singleness so him explaining single like singleness in that way I'm like yes you know singleness is not a disease you know (laughs) it's like and I think that we also like have to understand as well that the things that we are learning in our singleness there are to help us in our marriage as well and sometimes people are like just waiting to get married and be like oh I'm gonna be this it's like no you don't necessarily change as soon as you get married so I'm glad that I had the opportunity to learn it in the time that I did but you know like I like you said as well like there are times where you need to apply what you're necessarily learning. So that's good. That's good. So. <laughs> you know, one of the things I just wanted to say that he said, you must ask yourself the question, would you want to be with you? And if you can say yes, yes, yes. to that question, then okay, then you're ready yeah. for the, to, to share life with another person. Because he says the mm-hmm. one thing that marriage doesn't do 
it doesn't no the one thing that marriage does it it rips that sheet off it rips the cover off you are totally yeah. exposed in marriage are you ready for that yeah. and then decide if you want that relationship or whatever it is that you're wanting which would which oh hit home gosh. for me which hit home for me because sometimes we are ready up here or we are ready just with the heart or whatever but if we look at it holistically there's so many aspects or or different divisions in marriage that all eventually come together but sometimes we are only available for three of those divisions like the physical maybe we we look good together or maybe yeah. maybe communication but even communication has its levels you know mm-hmm. uh when we we both enjoy going out so we love doing adventurous things sure good whatever good cooks awesome but what about the the other things like for those yeah. of you for those of you that are uh, uh um listening remember you have to watch it i don't know i i'm sure you yeah you have to watch the series <laughs> it's on youtube please like, watch it commit to watch part 1 when he first did it and the one that he did in 2020 as well like yes. those were all necessary and also If you haven't gotten his book, he has a book on it as well, yes. which is great. We're over here promoting like we go to transformation, I but I just love I love like just just even these key things like we're getting like these gems yes. and stuff and I think that I love that God put him in the position to share it with others yes. because the way on how Pastor Mike even explained it was just like, man, like I can necessarily know this like it's kind of like he broke down the word and was like I'm not just saying this with my my opinion but I have the word to back me up as well. Yes. These are where it says it over there and I'm like my god because like, I don't know about the like the church you grew up in but the church churches that I grew up mm-hmm. in all they say to you no sex before marriage. No sex before marriage. That's You're it. Like, Why? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. like but he here he explains it in detail and he speaks yeah. about The other thing that we should also be a singleness is one thing but becoming active and proactive in your singleness is important because there are five mm-hmm. things he speaks about Adam and the creation of Adam mm-hmm. and how before God could give Adam his partner Adam needed to be like you know like he related it into today do i have am i financially secure do i have my own home like you know he related it to things that we could relate to like yeah. am i secure am i healed from whatever you know those type of things are we ready once we are whole then god is like okay now i can give her her adam or, or give him his eve that's good okay so we're gonna move away from mike todd's because i feel like we can go in and dive into every episode i agree um, <laughs> of mike todd. so i want us to kind of speak about is the pros and cons to being a long distance relationship and i knew that you were temporarily in one when you were out in china coming back to south africa so if you want to share some pros that helped you and what were some cons in that season as well Okay so in August I got into a relationship and this was an actual relationship after that breakup that I mentioned before and then you know everything was going fine like he communicated he knew what he wanted he knew exactly what I wanted like I wasn't dating to date I was wanting to date to for marriage you know that's the point yeah. that I was at and then we were both on the same page with that But then I decided that, you know, I haven't seen my family in 2 years, thinking of staying in China longer, but it's time for me to visit my family. So here we are about 5-6 months into the relationship. And 
I decided to visit my family. And believe it or not, I was like, I was like thinking, should I visit in March or should I visit in January? And then, you know what, mm -hmm. it just worked out fine. I was like, oh, let me just surprise my mom and dad for the anniversary. They know I'm coming in March. Let me just rock up in January. And when I did, the day that I did, I didn't know that I am about to now switch things up in that relationship and make it into a long distance relationship because it wasn't in my oh hands my anymore. So I rocked up mm -hmm. here on the 26th of January, 2020. And that same, the week, it was a Sunday, that week after was when the coronavirus went, it decided to level up where lockdown started in different mm -hmm. countries, especially in China, because that's where, where they say it started or whatever. And then we started getting a bit more strict around here. And then my flight was booked mm -hmm. for the 17th or the 19th of Feb, ready to go back after my vacation. And it was on hold. And then eventually I had to cancel. And then my, my employer at the time was saying, oh, you know what, I cannot guarantee you anything. If you come back, the best thing for you to do is just wait until I give you guys feedback because a few of us actually came back to visit our families. And yeah, I go, oh, I'm just going to be another extra few weeks, you know, and time just went and time just went. And, but as time was going, I things started to just, it was just revealed. Like I now mm. could test his communication and he didn't know how to communicate yeah. in, in, a, in a long distance. He preferred the proximity, the face to face and me too. But then if you're placed in a situation, you got to try to make it work irrespective. Like yeah, you need you, to accommodate. Exactly. Yeah. If you try and if it fails, yes, I understand. Okay. We tried it, but if only the one side of a relationship, like if I was only trying then, you know, and at the beginning, it was arguments about communication and me trying to explain. We got right now. We are fresh. We're new. We have to keep the communication at least going. Video calls, texting, or whatever. Not twenty four seven, yeah. but consistently, because that is a loophole we're creating already if we don't get that right. So as much as I try to explain it, and then I got explanations like, "But I don't do well with speaking on the phone for a long period of time." And so on and so on. So eventually I tried to understand where he was coming from. And I obviously compromised. And I said, I will do my part for as long as I can and see if the, a change yeah. will come. But then a few months down the line, other matters rose. And those matters were not just, you know, the simple stuff. It was, it was actually quite serious because it was something that was told to me when I was there. And then I was told, I found out something else about that particular situation. And believe it or not, it was hard. It took some time for me to, to, to get through it. I'm not saying heal. I'm saying get through it. Like the, the, high, the, the, the heightened emotions, the crying and the whatever, you know, it was all heightened for a while. And then it just decided to like with me just getting stronger still continuing to listen to the word still continuing to pray and I, believe it or not as I did it it started to help me and even yeah. though those things were revealed from my side I was still okay you know everybody makes mistakes we can I, I'm okay I know I forgive you da, 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 da. and then I didn't pull away you would have expected me to pull away but he just started to pull away and then we would speak once in three weeks 
not even speak, text hi. My How gosh. are you? My gosh. And I started to, me getting angry about it started to slowly reduce. Then it started to rapidly reduce to a point where mm. the last time I spoke to him, like actual video call or voice call was over a month ago. It wow. was on Valentine's Day or the day after, something like that. I don't, I don't even know why out of the blue he called me. I don't, I don't even know why. Because for me, I just accepted the fact that there's no interest anymore. But when we had that conversation, he, something came up and he was like, I said, do you believe that we can go back to where we were? And guess what? He believes that. But for me, I am just good. And I know we're going to say yeah, that. Like you're already yeah, checked out yeah. Point, like yeah. I am good. There are reasons why I'm good. And I know we're going to talk about that. But I am good because I've gone through it. I gave, I gave you everything I could give you. In fact, even more. You know, if you look at the circumstances, I gave more than what I was supposed to. And that is how mm-hmm. I am. And do you know, I question God. Why am I still willing to give my all even though this is happening to me? And the Lord just My. like, it was just like this, but this is who you are. This is who I created you to be. You don't change anything because mm-hmm. of how people treat you. You don't change who you are because of what you're going through. You continue to be that person who has a heart of gold that other people who actually recognize it, tell it to you. And they say to you, Trish, this is the type of person you are. Maybe it's just one person. That one person can make a big difference. It is up to you to open up your heart to listen to that. And I continued. So for me, a long distance relationship can work but it all depends on on the circumstances because if you look at our hollywood stars like i'm gonna just use reference uh, megan good and devon franklin or devon franklin they are, yeah, yeah they yeah, are yeah, always right. apart because of their lives their lifestyles like you know him in the mm-hmm. producing side and she on the acting side and whatever so sometimes they have to be away from each other They are married and they have to be away from each other. So the reason why they are surviving this is because they are strong as individuals and they are very strong together. And guaranteed, strong communication is part of the foundation because that's what I believe. Mm -hmm. Strong communication, obviously God being the center of everything is important. But if you have somebody that does not realize that, if if you identified early don't ignore it don't ignore it yeah like me i'm like oh but let me just give him a chance and i'm sure you know this distance is you know everybody gets affected i mean look at it where am i today i haven't spoken to him in a month oh my god church so i i wanted i wanted to hop in because everything you're seeing and i hope i know this is blessing somebody because it's blessing me as you're speaking because when i think about it something even a key thing that i said is that sometimes we ignore the red flags that we were seeing because we're like you know it's probably yellow you know it's probably like you just try to ignore those things but there is another reason why you're feeling that way or you're seeing things a certain light and another thing as well that you even spoke about that what got you not to go back was because you started realizing who you are you knew who you were and stuff and I think that is so important that's so key like when you have that confidence in yourself and you know who you are you are not to settle for whatever is to come like you are more able to lean and come in with it with some wisdom so I really love that like oh gosh so would you say would you say that the distance really kind of helped this like in terms of because one thing I I know is that 
when when people are in relationship and they're in close proximity Sometimes you're not having those important conversations that you need to have. Sometimes you're getting so accustomed that, you know, I'm used to seeing my partner this day and stuff. So you're used to it. So it becomes like a routine for you. I kind of even learned that myself, like even having long distance friends and stuff, people I've been getting to know is these important conversations you need to have. Like communication is very vital when it comes to this. Absolutely. And then when you are in proximity, you sometimes, you don't want to even talk about certain things because you feel like it's just going to, and and I want to say to you guys, do you know that I went so far? Like I was like, okay, I'm going to do everything to a point where I had this thing and I had to pull it up. So I had this getting to know more about you. Okay, and I know nobody's going to be able to see it, but I'm just going to show it to you like what it looks like, right? Okay. Okay. So I, I had yeah. it like I, I said, because it's long distance. And I said, like, I even labeled it long distance, China, South Africa, you know, like I was so creative about this whole mm-hmm. thing. And I had like, okay, so if we're going to speak on the call, like video call each other once a week, let's make it exciting. Let's not make it like, oh, we're just checking up on each other. If we make it exciting and uh, focus it, it might help. So I sent this to him. And can I tell you, I didn't get a response when I sent this to him. What? Like not even a, I'll think about it or nothing. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I had, okay, so the first time we speak, let's make it a date night. You know, let's enjoy each other's company virtually, telling each other how we feel. And, you know, we work, he, he always said we should become best friends. Right. He said, let's become best friends. He said this. He said, we should become best friends. And I was like, okay, cool. So I said, let's work on that friendship. Mm-hmm. I said, the next week we could talk about our relationship with God. Like, where are you with it? Mm-hmm. Where, where am I? Where are we together with, with God? And I actually labeled it our relationship with God. The next week I said, let's talk about our goals and our dreams. Like, what do you want to achieve? What do I want to achieve? And how can we complement each other with that? And then the next week I was like, let's just have a question and answer session. Like, what do you, what do you want to know? What, ask me anything. Let me ask you anything. Oh and then uh, an, a, another, another thing, I called it a jamming session. I saw and that. This yeah. is where I say, let's, let's listen to our favorite music. Like you play something, I play something, we sing, we go crazy and whatever. And then I said, let's talk about what we love and what we don't, what we love and what we don't like about each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like what, what, what are some of the things that irritate you about me already? What are some of the things that irritate me? Like, you know, I tried to make it work, but Trish, it was but like why? no response, oh no reply. But Trish, this no is the reply. thing. So like, I'm like over here literally like jumping. <laughs> you can see me, but um, <laughs> I'm literally jumping because I think that, and I don't want to generalize this because I don't know every situation of everyone else, but I feel like sometimes women put in the work more than the guy should necessarily be doing it so as i'm listening to mm-hmm. you like you're these are much amazing ideas if i was a man i'd be like listen Teresa, all right come on like I'm, I'm rocking with you because you i can see even yeah. with you even taking that step you are putting that effort in you're like yo like i honestly want to consider you i want to know you wholeheartedly and it's not just with the little basics that we're having conversation but putting those activities into place but i really wish any guy that's listening to 
to this come on like if you are in a long distance or even a close distance relationship make it work like trish just gave you guys some gems that you should definitely utilize and even like try to even uh use that when it comes to your partner because <laughs> listen this is like i feel like everyone's getting like you're getting blessed by this so <laughs> before but one thing i love is that you taking the opportunity i pray so <laughs> listen like they're like this is like free gems we're sharing with you guys today but i want to say like one thing that we had in common as well was just taking a break from dating and i think i even shared on how my journey came about was i was in like you said before i was in a relationship the relationship like trying to get to know people and stuff but i wasn't really taking the time to get to know me as an individual so it just took that end of that 2019 i was like you know what I'm not doing this. Like, you know, God, I need to focus on you. You know, I can't say I love you, but I'm doing things that are not really pleasing to you. Like, I want to make sure I'm able to focus with you. So taking that year and it happens that the pandemic came at the perfect time that I said, like, just in my dating season was that it came at a point where I was single and I needed just to focus on me. So while people were like saying, oh, I'm single, I don't have where other people are at, dating and all that stuff, I was over here chilling and literally just worshiping God and while getting my work done. So how, like, what, what would you say, like, how has taking a break, like, kind of prepared you for your future marriage, your future um, relationship? Well, firstly, it was a break that God forced upon me. That I had to say. I think he was just tired of waiting for me because there's, I know that there's this gift that he has given me. I know everybody can talk, everybody can communicate. I know that. But there's just something like from the time I was a little girl, like being in front of a crowd of people for some reason didn't make me nervous at all. In fact, I would be like preparing to go in front of a crowd didn't work for me. Like I could just speak on the spot, I didn't need to prepare maybe an idea of what I'm going to talk about might've been there, yeah. but like I could just go and just flow. Don't know where this things are coming from. These words are just flowing out of my mouth. And, and I always said, I wanted to be a mode. As I was saying, like, you know, the, the, the break, that break, mm -hmm. that break, breakup, if you want to call it, God was like, Trishan, it's time. It's my time now. Like, 100%. Like, even though I was going through those ebbs and flows in the relationship, trying to make it work, but I think God was like, no, it's not going to work because it's not, I don't want it to work right now. Because for me, as much as it's not working right now, I don't know what, pl what plan God has. Maybe he and I were maybe supposed to, I don't know, but only God knows that. Maybe we were not ready for each other and, 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 and we need to work on each other away from each other separately. Okay, so, so like for me, when I decided to accept what God was actually doing, things started to change drastically. Like I got, I don't even know what, I became creative. And I started to connect with people on social media. I made more genuine connections on social wow. media during the pandemic than I made actually speaking to people, you know? I mean, proper connections, business connections, mentorship connections, just connecting with people that are currently like motivational speakers, podcasters, bloggers, you name them. And I was just following them and getting inspired and motivated. And during the pandemic was the first time wow. I actually uploaded some motivational videos on my social media because I was inspired by someone. 
you know? So that was one thing that happened. Then I started to be more active on my social media, motivating people, whether it was by posts, like words or pictures mm-hmm. or whatever it was, because I, yeah. I said, it's time for me to step into that zone, but I got to start from somewhere. So I did those and then I went into videos. And then one night I had this idea about creating a journal and I did. I finished mm-hmm. that journal in two weeks and then I was like, okay, I want to publish this thing. But then I was like, but I'm not working anymore uh, because I'm waiting to go back to China. I don't have any source of income right now. Um, I sent through my application to be an mm-hmm. online teacher. I'm still waiting for that. So like, yeah. where am I going to get this from? It's yes. okay. Just make your connections. Continue doing what you're doing. God will provide. You know, so I went on. Then I eventually through like two people, I got to the third person who's the founder of a publishing company called Heart Centered Women Publishing. They are in South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, North or South. I think it's South. And when we spoke, I shared my idea and she loved it. And she was like, okay, you know what? You should go ahead with this and you can publish this. People would want this. And I was like, okay, so send me your details. Send me your details. And, and send me your details and, and, you know, I'll look at it and whatever. And she sent it to me and I looked at it and it was this, you know, contract kind of vibe. And then I was like, okay, how much do I need for this publishing? And she was $3,000. Now, for those of you, I'm going to say this again. The, I'm from South do Africa. Do the conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I'm going to do the conversion now. $3,000 is, oh my goodness. Okay. So. So anyway, you guys, I just mentioned I wasn't working. I'm still waiting to be an online teacher just to get some income going while I wait for China. So $3,000 here is about 45, say 45,000 Rand, right? Which is a lot of money. And so I was like, okay, cool. You know what? Thank you for the information. I will definitely work on this. And she says, but Trish, you know, we have a payment plan. You can pay either every uh, for six months or you could like divide that amount into six months and or I think they had two options, eight months and six months, if I'm not mistaken. I was like, OK, mm-hmm. cool. Now I feel it's it's becoming possible. But still, I didn't have those monthly payments. So this was my yeah. plan. When I go back to China, I'm going to go ahead with this publishing because now I know I'm earning that set amount and I can do the monthly, maybe the eight month or the six month plan. I yeah. continued working on my journal and I continued to stay connected to her and her team and she invited me on their group wealthy woman in a circle for I think for a little while and even with that group like people can join but then she has like a more elite group where you have to pay for that every month and so on and as I was following her journey and supporting her when she's on live sessions I saw that they were giving out grants for a hundred thousand dollars and I was like okay sure let me just apply for this thing you know I have nothing to lose. And then she made time for me, even though I wasn't paying her. I, I, I didn't sign. I didn't agree to publish yet. She made time to have a Zoom session with me to find out where I am and how things going with my journal. Mm-hmm. And then on there, she was like, Trish, we received your application, but give us some time because we got a lot of applications and we obviously have our team going through them. I was like, don't worry about it because I know I've entered many competitions in the past. I never won anything. So... And then I said I had to change that thought because yeah. yeah, I am 
I cannot have a negative power, body bias. Power lies in the words that you speak. So, yes. Exactly. Yes. And amazing enough, like, you know, I actually recently preached on the power of your words, right? Mm-hmm. So I understand them. So I was like, okay. I just started thanking God for that grant and thanking God for that grant before you even. And then two weeks down the line, I received an email. Congratulations. You were awarded not a $3,000, but a $5,000 grant. My God. Come on, Trish. Come on, Trish. To publish my journal for marketing, for being part of the elite group, The Works. Like, it was, I, I didn't know what to do. And then we just started working on it. And think about this. Now, this only started, like, I think I created the journal in maybe March or April last year. Mm-hmm. And it was published first week in Feb this year. My gosh. Congratulations. Thank <laughs> oh you my, very much. This is, but like, I'm so, I'm so, so happy because this is a thing. Like everything that you're going through, everything that you went through and stuff is literally to give God the glory. And that's one thing that, that is so important. Like even with you even speaking about like, you know, I had this thing that I need to pay. I didn't necessarily have the income, but when you're trusting in God, when you're literally, you know, there's, there's a certain reason why you were aligned in the season with that person, like with the person that you need to work with. So I, man, ah, I'm so excited. This is so good. Oh my God. So that was just one thing. There were so many other things that happened. What about the healing process that I am going through? And I think it's like, it's going so well, like I'm not easily affected by things Mm -hmm. like because I'm growing from them and I'm learning from them and I'm understanding how to work in my singleness, how to be, how to be good in my singleness and knowing that whatever I've gone through, the good, the bad and the ugly, God uses all of that for my good. Because every single thing we go through, especially the tough times, are there to shape us and mold us to become the masterpiece that we are. Yeah. And, 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 and that for me, like, this has been the best year yet. Oh this has been, gosh. it's a pandemic, a world pandemic. Mm-hmm. It has been the best year for me. Like I'm more confident. I mean, I'm moving from the publishing to other things. So many other things are about to happen and I'm just so excited. And I believe that we spoke about this in the beginning, singleness, mm-hmm. it's you. So when you're talking about you, and you focused on you and healing you and keeping you healthy mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, then you start to step into your purpose. And that's exactly what happened to me that's because I focused good. on me, not selfishly. It wasn't being selfish. No, it was just me being, in fact, focusing on you is not being selfish to someone. It's actually yeah. being more helpful to that person because you're not going to go with all of your trash into a relationship. Mm-hmm. You're actually helping that person out. They don't have to deal with the messy you because you're cleaning all that up. You yeah. know, I'm it's not like saying you, there's you not going to be your, you can like leave your, your, your baggage at the baggage claim, you know, let it keep going around yeah. while yes. you can walk away freely. So that, oh God. So, yeah. Trish is definitely designed for greatness. Definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and um, I want you to even kind of even speak on that because you are, you have this, you have this podcast that you have that you are officially launched. So I'm excited on that. So kind of speak on that. What is so designed for greatness was, was existed for a few years now, mm-hmm. but only became like properly active mm-hmm. in the last year. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So many things. So Design for Greatness is my brand. 
and I always say it three times. You are designed for greatness. You are destined for greatness. You are made for greatness. And each of those words are very similar in meaning, but each of those words are different at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So just remember that. And the scripture that's, that it was birthed from was Ephesians 2.10, where it says that we are God's masterpiece, born anew, recreated. Okay, we are there to fulfill a purpose that God has given us, allowing him to do his pleasure and his purpose in our lives. Now, why I like that scripture so much is that sometimes we go through so much, we make mistakes Mm -hmm. and we feel like we don't deserve the best things in life. But every single day, God is saying you are born anew. You are recreated. Yes. So when when something is born anew, that means whatever happened, there's no evidence of the past. There's learning from the past, but there's no evidence and residue of the past anymore. Okay, so that's where it came from. So there's different branches to design for greatness. The journal is definitely a branch on its own. It flows from that to a podcast, which is called Intense Dialogue that was launched last week, Monday. So Mm -hmm. an episode will be dropped every single Monday. So it's called Intense Dialogue by Design for Greatness. The reason for that is because I believe whenever we're having a conversation with each other, it should be intense, especially if we're talking about our lives and what we need to work on. It should always be intense, you know. And then another thing that comes out of Design for Greatness, which is my absolute heart's desire, is a nonprofit organization, which I started building a portfolio for since September last year. Like my family and I get together and we try and feed the people in our community that don't get food regularly, that have to go out and on the street and things like that. So we we started that in September. And for me, Design for Greatness is always you're starting at home, you're starting in your community, you're starting with your life. You are genuine, you are real about things. So for me, if it means me spending my money to build this thing, you know, a nonprofit organization, everybody thinks, oh, you're going to get sponsors. Oh, you're going to do this. For me, if yeah. I have to do this on my own without any sponsorships, I'm not even ad- I'm not even telling people I need sponsorships. Yeah, I'm, I'm not because I feel I need to put my heart in it. I need to put my money in it. Mm-hmm. You know, money is something that people d- don't want to let go of. So if I can let go and pour my money into it and my family is willing to help and want, want, wanting to do it, we should do it first before. Yeah. So we'll feel okay to accept money from the outside. So yeah. those are the th- few things that are happening around design for greatness. But there's more to come and i'm so excited about that. may the lord yes. open the floodgates for that because i'm <laughs> absolutely i received that <laughs> so tris i want to say what is one advice like this episode so i'm so i'm so glad i literally before in the, in the interview i was over here like just so excited <laughs> and even like just even full of joy now what is one thing that you can encourage someone that is trying to consider probably taking a dating break because I know this is not something that ma- people mainly speak about because it's either you're in a relationship or you're single and people think that you're alone and stuff. So what is like some an encouraging word that you can share with someone listening? I, I think the first thing you need to do is to step out, silence whatever's happening. I always use the silence the noise. Take some time away from everything that's happening in your life start to do an introspection. Guidance is depending on your spiritual path, you seek guidance from your spiritual path, okay? So Mm -hmm. you have to do an introspection. And I always, a friend of mine said, look at the pros and the cons of it. Take a page, divide it into what are the pros, what are the cons? Make a list, look at the list. 
you know, what is there more cons than pros? Okay, then we got a problem. We need to work on a few things. And then I want you to make a list of things that you've been wanting to do, wanting to do but didn't. Wanting to change physically, wanting to change mentally, a book that you wanted to read, an adventure that you wanted to go to but didn't. And then think about the time you wanted to do it and think about what what stopped you from doing it. And then, because you need to come to the realization, I'm not here to tell you embrace your singleness. Bella's not here to tell you embrace your singleness. We are here to tell you, mm-hmm. see it for yourself. You need to see yeah. that conviction needs to come to you. And once that conviction yeah. hits, God can work. Once the conviction hits, God can work. And I promise you, you will go, you will cry day in and day out. You mm. will hurt. You will be angry. But it is going to make you so much stronger. And let's just say after a while you decide to get into this and with on the relationship side you are well and good i have more news for you other areas of your life is going to be attacked so all i'm saying is mm. just every single day be consistent like if you're praying every day and sometimes you're not feeling it don't stop and wait until you feel it do it anyway that's when you should do it more yes that is anyway. when you should do Remember it more i said to you yeah. i was listening to sermons every time and maybe it was it was just motivational nothing spiritual is happening Yeah. something was happening yeah. it just i didn't see this big wow moments but the little things we do make a big difference just consistency is key but firstly take that break and start to evaluate evaluation introspection conviction revelation all of these things start to take place my gosh tris 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 ah! <laughs> oh my god i like i'm just i'm just filled with so much joy like this is so 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 like outstanding this is good and i even with that like you just shared so much nuggets so if you didn't have a notebook with you to write some key things that me and Trish shared in this episode i suggest you to replay it over from the beginning and be ready to take some notes and stuff because i even spoke about that like one thing i even um want to hint on before we end is that i spoke about these things that you're saying on like how to analyze within the first thing of this year like it was like an episode i did called reflection pause and i was saying that set yourself set some goals that are big enough that you feel like you can't accomplish and something that gets you excited something that you're scared of accomplishing but you have to put that accountability into place and that's the thing that even when we're in this faith walk is not a smooth sailing one they didn't say that after you get saved that you won't be going through this you won't be going through that and stuff but it's just that you surrendering that control surrendering your will and saying you know god i'm going to follow you yes. like in this journey so Oh gosh. All right. So <laughs> we're going to end real we're going to end like now because I feel like we're we can go on and on and I definitely you're going to definitely come back. I'm definitely going to have you come back on this because I'm just excited just to even unpack this even more. So I pray that um anyone that was listening to today's episode that you were truly blessed. You can definitely share this with someone else too that can be 
blessed by this episode don't just get knowledge and keep it to yourself like you have to be open to sharing it with other people and i'm so glad trish thank you so much all the way from you. south africa thank you so much. <laughs> i know amazing. it's like hours ahead oh my god i know it's hours ahead like just thank you so much for just taking the time to just even like speak with me today on this episode so connect with us i'm gonna definitely tag trish in the true five bella post so you know where to connect with her and follow more about her design for greatness because she's amazing she's a world changer and i'm just so excited for what's to come for you oh god thank you so much this has been amazing bye everyone